episode. It's a filler for the 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 episode. And we're back. Welcome to an episode of Three Dads Talk About Anime. It is a filler episode, which I'm sure you know from our awesome song. This time, who do I have with me? Oh, I'm cold, by the way. Who do I have with me this time? And I'm chest. Hey, I've never, it's I've chest. never gotten to do that. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, what? Be introduced or in- introduced like, like say, like, and I'm chest. I've never, ever done that because I'm always oh, the one asking who's here. Nice. And so. since this is a filler episode, people probably won't hear this for quite a while. It's possible. It depends on <laughs> when we have a... It all depends on when we fail to record. <laughs> if... if so we're, so we're almost done with like our ones that are like they, they need to be recorded and released. So if we can get through that, then it will be a while. But if something happens, you never know. That's true. Things do happen in life to everybody. So anyway, when we do these filler episodes, we talk about a full show that whatever dads are on here have seen together. We didn't watch it together, kind of, but we have both seen this show where Ben has not seen this show. That's what that's what we do. Just like our last filler episode, Chest has not finished all the way through Samurai 7. That's why Ben and I did that one. The show we're going to be talking about today is a show called Erased. Erased is a 12-episode series. It is a mystery thriller from 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. It is very good. Yeah, it is. I was actually glad we picked this one because I, I like this one a lot. Yes, it is very good. And with us saying that it's very good... We are also going to say that this is a spoiler-heavy episode of Three Dads talking about this specific anime. Yeah. So, all I mean, if this is your first episode with us um, on this podcast, welcome. We're glad you're here. But we are, we are a spoiler show. It's in the description. So, with this one, we're being extra gracious and saying that this is a mystery thriller. And so if you are intrigued by the premise, we we almost we I don't want to say we don't want you to listen, but we do recommend <laughs> that you start with a different episode of our show. <laughs> I'd say yeah. that. I'd say that. Don't listen to this episode if you actually want to watch this series because it's it's good and yeah, you don't want anything ruined. Is. You don't want anything ruined. But if you don't have any intention of seeing it or you already have, let's get to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's get to it. Now, Cole, how many times have you seen this show? Why, I've seen this show two times. Did and you rewatch a... it for for this? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I yeah. will say that I've watched it two times, and the span of time that I watched those two times was three days. Which wait, you watched? It let me twice let me expl- in three three days. <laughs> Let me explain it. The first time I watched the series, I watched the entire thing in one day Mm. because it just kept on moving and I had the time and I could not stop watching it. And then this time it took me two, two days to watch it all the way through. So I was still watched five episodes one day, seven the other day. 
so yeah, it's a it's a good one. It keeps your interest. You really want to keep on watching. Chest, how many times yeah. have you seen this show? So I wanted to surprise you, which I think I still did, because um, I didn't think you'd expect me to rewatch it for this chat, and I did. I found the time somehow. somehow. You are absolutely right. <clears throat> I did not expect that. Yeah, I knew you really wouldn't, so I did it for you and for me, so I would have a- accurate memory. No, I watched it. I've seen it twice. I watched it um, with my brother, Gene. Uh, great guy, great guy. We watched it together. <laughs> Um, a couple episodes at a time, classic, you know, watching watching a show together, you watch a couple episodes at a time. I think we were actually on staff at camp one summer when we did that. And then I watched it again because I just liked it so much uh, by myself. And then this is, yeah, I kind of went through it pretty quickly for this one. Really was wanting to rewatch it. And I'm glad I did because I had forgotten a lot. And this has a lot of stuff in it. So you were... So, uh... You were actually the inspiration for me to watch it the first time. You told me to watch this one. So I did. So again, I, did. I have Chess to thank for this show. I don't know like, the context, but I think we were either you had asked the question or I did, like, what's a good short series that I can watch? Because I don't have a lot of time. I think you came, gave the question to me. And I was right. like, I don't really have very many short ones. And you're like, you know what you should watch? You watch Erased. So thank you, Chess for let me jump on this bandwagon because the show is good. Now I will say this is my first time watching it as a dad. And oh, spoiler. Oh, that is sh- going to be a big difference for you. Uh-huh. Right? Oh yeah. So I watched this show as a, as a non dad. Uh, and it was just a good show thriller, but this show involves kids and specifically <laughs> kid napping not kids sleeping but the kidnapping of children so it was definitely hitting a little differently (laughs) this time around uh in many many ways (laughs) yeah i can imagine wow i was a dad the whole time but i didn't have any i don't think the first time i watched it i had any girls so that was also a big switcheroo there or if i did she was or if she if i did she was just born or something i have two daughters by the way so you, wait, what? How did you not have any, how did you not have any girls? Now you have two daughters. If you, when did you watch this? I don't wait, remember. I'm very confused. I don't know. Maybe I did have a daughter at the time. I'm not you sure. You had to have had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> this is impossible. That's <laughs> probably you true. Twi- you, you probably you watched you it. You had twins and you didn't tell me. <laughs> uh who knows my life's kind of a mystery so even that's to true. me well anyway let's go in episode oh my one goodness. let's let's jump into it yeah episode yeah. one and this show is kind of interesting because it, it it can be broken down in a very easy way because well let's just get into it episode yeah. one is about a guy his name is satoro he's mm-hmm. a amateur manga artist he's 29 years old and he's working as a pizza delivery man but there's a strange phenomenon that happens to this guy that he calls revival chest what is revival so revival is one of the main plot movers in this show and how they introduce it is he's driving his little moped pizza delivery thing and there's a 
mystical butterfly that uh, is very ethereal looking. It's just like neon color lights. Reminds and me it, of uh, the butterfly from Mega Bloks mm-hmm. when. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was thinking <laughs> that. When Aragaki yeah. gets blown up. Anyway, go ahead. Yep. But nobody gets blown up. Um, but so how it introduced it, he's driving on the street and you see the butterfly. And I think he's been inner monologuing a little bit, right? At this point. You're yeah, watching he's, the show and. You know, he's just like, I'm going to tell the audience what's going on in my head and about my life. Yeah. <laughs> which and he's, which he I do on a daily like, basis. That's true to the non-audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, the audience that's um, in my head. Yeah, the audience that's in your head. Um, I'm waiting for that documentary. Um, and so basically he he pass, he's going down the street and then in the opposite lane, a, a, a box truck passes him. And it flashes like dramatically in slow-mos and it, you see him pass and he notices something. So he like turns his head in slow motion and then he just suddenly like whips the scooter around, starts chasing after this box truck. And it turns out that the box truck guy, um, Nope. I'm sorry. I just skipped the main part of the whole revival. (laughs) So, you saw. I was, I was hoping you'd get there, but I yeah. didn't know. I was yeah, yeah. You stop. You, but I'm not completely wrong. I just skipped one thing. So he passes this box truck, and then revival happens. So it's like a almost like a snap, like that fast. And he's he's flashed back in time just a bit, just a bit, because he start the the scene replays. You see the same scenes that everything has been cued into on the sidewalk and the people walking and all this stuff. And you're like, wait a minute, we just saw this. And then you hear his inner monologue like, oh, shoot, I just saw this. It's happening again. Oh, what's happening again? He passes the box truck. He notices this time something's wrong with the with the driver. Whips the scooter around, drives up. Sure enough, the driver is slumped at the wheel. So he reaches and grabs the steering wheel because he sees a kid in the crosswalk and he's going to get run over. And he yanks the steering wheel saves the kid, gets in an accident, and ends up in the hospital. And that's the point of revival. He's given a second chance to alter the future of someone else's life, basically. Something bad is going to happen, and revival happens to allow him to save or at least interject into that person's future. And that's the point of what's happening to him. Is that, is that right. better? Yes. <laughs> You could have easily just said, oh, he goes back in time one to five minutes to oh, change man. the future. But no, that's great. You, you threw in the, uh, <laughs> no, it's staying in there. So anyway, like you said, he is now in the hospital. He he uh, gets met up with one of his coworkers, who's a teenage high school girl named She's Irie. 17. She's 17 years She's old. 17. Yep. And uh, you can just tell that she really admires this guy kind of you know how teenagers are they just kind of they fall they fall in love pretty easy in my in my opinion that's kind of what sorry if you're a high school girl out there but i know that you just fall in love with every guy you you meet so (laughs) could be high school guys as well we won't we won't be stereotypical right yeah just high high school we mentioned our guy's 29 she's 17 that's a pretty big age gap anyway so she sees him in the hospital she you know, they talk for a little bit and he actually leaves. He gets released from the hospital and where we meet another character who is his mother. She makes a trip down 
He's been he's been she out for like <laughs> yeah. She's she's just in his apartment cooking food when he arrives because he's been out cold for like a few days, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he was out for it. He got knocked out pretty good. Right. So she made her way down uh, to where he was to, but she didn't want to stay in the hospital because he was sleeping, so she just went to his apartment. But anyway, uh, yeah. So she's there, um, and she's a great character, by the way. Uh, she, oh, she's, she's one of my favorites. A heavy presence in the show, uh, which is interesting to say because something happens at the end of this episode where you wouldn't think she would be such a great figure. But anyway, there you go. There's three of our biggest characters. You got Satoru, uh, Irie, and his mom, which she has a name. Oh, no. shoot. What's, but what's I didn't write it down. Is, I always just wrote, I I just wrote down mom. Just, <laughs> mom, mom. I mean, that's what he calls her. No, he calls her by her name. He does, uh, yeah, a few times, multiple times, <laughs> <laughs> and he always calls her like, like she's like got magic powers, like she asks, she asks uncanny questions and like knows what he's thinking, and he always is creeped out by it. <laughs> it's great. Mom yeah, powers. she she has her own power. It almost feels like where she she can read yeah. minds almost, and every time she does, uh, he always calls her a witch. Like yep, you're a you're witch. a witch. <laughs> and not like a disrespectful way, but like, how do no, you, just how like, do you have this kind of power? His eyes are kind of wide and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. It's great. So is it is it's in this episode that um, also that Ari gets invited over for dinner, correct? Yep. Yeah. So then basically he's going, he's doing his life. He's like, mom, go home. Why are you here? Stop being in my life. Like you didn't need to worry. And she's like, no. I'm here because you're in the hospital. Dang it. Like shut up and eat the food that I'm making you. Um, and then how does Ari come over for dinner? Okay. Uh, this so, is the only episode I didn't take as heavy notes on. That's fine. Uh, we'll skip the Ari thing for right now, because as they're sure. buying that food, they come out of the grocery mm-hmm. store and then another revival happens. And he knows Satoru knows like when a revival happens, I need to keep my eyes open so I can see who's in danger or, or what's going to happen that I need to change. And right. he doesn't see anything at, outside of this grocery store. He's with his mom. They have their grocery bags. He's like, uh, mom, do you, do you see anything that's weird? And she's like, oh, no, I don't really see much. Uh, but then she kind of notices that she, she kind of locks eyes with this guy who's walking with a little girl and you're assuming mm-hmm. father, daughter, but then he gets into a van and he lets drives go of away. the girl's hand and the girl is, the van drives away. Yep. The girl is still there. So like, oh, this is not her father. Something got this guy was obviously was kidnapping this girl, probably. And it got stopped. Yeah. So there wasn't another revival. He didn't go back. And so that whatever happened, it stopped. And the mom sees this guy and she's like, okay, this is weird. I need to make a few calls. And she does. But anyway, um, then this is when Irie comes over for dinner. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, do they meet him on the street? I forget what happens. They bump into her somehow. Right. And, and basically his mom is like, oh, you're her, you're his coworker. Just come over for dinner. And he's like, mom, she's 17. And she's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> come on over for dinner. And then and genuinely, it's like a very sweet moment. Like Ari and his mom hit it off and they eat dinner and she's there just having a good time. And he's a very like sullen kind of guy. He's he's a good guy. He's not like a jerk. He just is kind of like kind of mopey and just kind of down on his life. Like he's like, I'm not, I'm not making it as a manga artist. And my life is like just delivering pizza. And this is kind of lame. 
He also but, understands social norms and that he shouldn't be hanging out with a 17 year old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like why mom, this is inappropriate. Um, but yeah, so they have dinner and then, uh, where is he at? Did he walk her home? Yeah. It- he wrote, he wrote her, uh, he rode his bike and she was on the, like the back of his bike and he took her home. Yep. Um, he took her while, home. while he's away, someone goes to his apartment. Wait, wait. So up and up until this point, I just want to say that this, this show has been pretty normal. Like you've got no indication other than the time, pre- other than the time travel stuff. It's pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, just like it doesn't seem like a heavy, emotionally heavy show, right? Yeah, you could say Not that. Yet. And then, <laughs> but the thing, Sounds the thing good. about the thing about the mom is she used to be a journalist, and right. they're like watching the news or something, and she kind of reminds Satoru, like, do you, "Do you remember that there was a huge thing of kidnappings when you were a kid? Like you were in danger for a long time." And he's like, "No, I don't really remember that." Or I kind of do. And he's trying to think of it, what's going on. And that's why this revival outside the grocery store with the girl not getting kidnapped was such a big deal that the mom kind of started making calls and was like, she took a picture of the license plate and she's kind of getting her old journalism stuff getting kind of yeah back in play. But anyway, yeah, Saturo takes Irie home and while he's out, someone comes into his apartment where his mom's at and she's, you know, got her back to the door cause she thinks it's him coming in, but it's not, it's, it's not, not her son. It's someone else. It's someone in a fedora, <laughs> <laughs> which is scary enough, but I, know, I wouldn't want anyone with a fedora in my house. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's an actually a fedora, but it looks like a fedora. I think it's a fedora. Um, but yeah, like this person walks in and she turns and says, I think she says you, right? Does she say it's you? I think she sees him after what happens. Okay. So does he just, he just stabs her. In he the just, back. he just walks in and, and huge, literally huge cooking knife right in her back. Stabs her straight in the back. And you just are like, what? Excuse me? It's, it gets real, really quick. It yeah. gets real, really quick. And she then she falls on the ground. She's reaching for her cell phone. Then she sees his face. And she's like, oh, like, I knew it. I knew it all those years ago that it was you doing this. And you've somehow known that I, you know, whatever. She's But she's she's dying, obviously. Yeah, and he takes a whole he takes lot her of phone. blood. There's a whole lot of blood. He, he takes her phone. Uh, and he, 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 uh, he starts walking out. Sakura gets back. They pass on the stairwell. And there's like this slow-mo, like little lock of eyes thing. Mm-hmm. You see a red eye. Red eyes are never good. Um, just spoiler there. If you ever watch a show and there's red eyes. <laughs> Except for Burning Kabaddi, it's not good <laughs> from my experience. <laughs> um, but he walks in and he's like, okay, mom, I'm back. Blah, blah. She's not answering. He walks in. His mom is dead on the floor. And he does what anybody would do. And he gets down. And he's like, he's like, you're faking it. This He's in shock. He gets, he gets in shock. He gets down. He's hugging her. And then worst timing in the world. The neighbor walks in returning something. 
and sees him and screams and calls the police. And he flees, which is never good, and uh, becomes the prime suspect in the murder of his mother. Yep. Which is horrible enough. But then, as he's running away, you see that that neon butterfly come up, and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna get revivaled." He's gonna go. He's gonna go save his mom, right? Yeah, you think like something like that's gonna happen, and he gets revivaled, and he wakes up, and he's walking on the street in the in the yep. snowy weather, and he's like, "This is weird," because it wasn't snowing at the time that he where he was, and he's like, "This is strange." Where am I? It looks vaguely familiar. And then you see this like kid run by. He's like, hey, Sitaru, we're going to be late for class. And he's like, uh, what? And turns out he got sent back to 1988. His Middle fifth, school. His fifth grade year. No, his elementary school. Yeah. yeah. His elementary fifth school. grade year. The show came out in 2016, but the the present for our main character is 2006, I think. Yeah, it's 06. Yeah. It goes so, all the way up to, I think, 10, but it's in 06. He go, uh, yeah, 2010 is the very last of it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he's back in 1988. He's a young kid now. And like we said, we said before, Revival has only been one to five minutes usually that he goes back in yep. time. This time he's gone back 16 years or whatever the time frame is. 16 years. Maybe it's not 2006 then. We're... 2016 years. <laughs> it, he goes back 18 years which is that, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. 18 years and that's where episode 1 ends he's a little yeah. kid way dude back. it's a hook yeah it's you're immediately like excuse me which okay so one side note this is one of my favorite intros the, the song intro okay for this show I really love it and it does a, it does a good job of setting up this whole like old young situation and there's actually quite a, if you watch it after you've watched the last episode and you've seen everything there's a lot of very well done visual tells that you would have just no idea it's very artistic um but i love the song and i love this intro so whenever this intro hits it really it's it's really good for me but i do love <laughs> that he has this whole reflective look back on his life um in the intro and he kind of remembers just like vaguely as you've said like he doesn't really remember much and then as he's given this second chance which we're about to go into it's this it's really cool like i really like how they did this flashing back to this far back because there's other time travel shows that i've seen and none of them go back to elementary school which for an anime is very risky because kids acting is not always the best in an anime (laughs) I'm just going to say that, but they do it well in this one. So that was just a random, random side note. But basically, episode two fires up and he's a little elementary school kid. Absolutely. So he's he's very disoriented. He doesn't he's trying to, like, figure out what he used to do in school. Like some. Yeah, like, he doesn't where, remember where he sits. Where's or... <laughs> my desk at? Like, how do I where do I go? And. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then we get introduced to his kind of friend group and I'll name some of them right now. It, their names are Kenya, Kuza, Hiromi and nerd kid. Cause I don't know his name and I don't oh, think they ever kid. say it. 
and he doesn't make any impact on the plot, so it doesn't matter. Nerd kid. It's true. He that's so sad. He really he's like doesn't. The, yeah. He doesn't do anything really. He's just kind of there all the time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but we're also introduced to another girl that's not part of his friend group, and her name is Kayo. And Kayo is actually one of the girls that was kidnapped and murdered during this time that the mom was talking about in episode one. Um, so we meet this girl mm-hmm. and she's she's very strange compared to the other ones. She's very withdrawn. She's very blunt in her words and just kind of doesn't have that politeness that you would see in a lot of Japanese, you know, yeah. society, whatever. So she's very upfront. Um, and it, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's hard to say. So we, we know that Kayo is one of those girls that gets kidnapped and murdered. And so does Satoru. Satoru, when he goes mm-hmm. back in time, he's got the body of his young self, but his mind is still of the 29-year-old with all of those memories and all of that experience. So he's really smart for obviously being in this little kid's body. Um, and as he's kind of like, okay, this Kayo girl has got to be the reason that I've been sent back. So he kind of like focuses on her this whole time. And we learn some things about her. Mm-hmm. We learn that she's got crazy bruises on her body, like on her legs and stuff, which like, okay, where does, where does a child get bruises like that? Um, and so he kind of makes an effort. He kind of makes an effort to get to know this Kyle because yep. he knows that she's going to die soon. He's remembering yep. how it was back then. And he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't know when, right. but he knows it's soon. He knows it's soon because there was one point when he was walking by her and she was off in the distance at a park. He's like, I could have talked to her then. That was the night that she disappeared. I could have saved her. And now he's like, I'm going to save which, her this time. Which he remembers kind of, he, he has repressed memories because he, as yes. a kid, blames himself. He's a very empathetic kid and he blamed himself for her death, even though he wasn't her friend. He just has this vivid memory of her in the park and his mom basically like calms him out of it and is like, no, like you, you had no idea it's not your fault. And so he takes on this mega like moral responsibility to say, to stop these kidnappings. He's like, this is the whole point of my revival. So I'm going to do this. So he, um, he doesn't know when it is, but he remembers there's an article that she died when she was a, she was a certain age. And so it was before her birthday. And so he says, okay, it's between now and X day, which X day is her birthday. And so he tries to figure out how to get it. And he, he eventually tries to sneak into the staff's office and find out when her birthday is. And he gets caught by his homeroom teacher. Uh, what's it, his homeroom teacher's name? I wrote it down. Yashiro. Yashiro. He's a young 20. Oh, he's 29. Because he 29. makes a note like, oh, he's the same age as me when, I, when I'm in the future. Um, and he says, I just wanted to know when her birthday was because... I wanted to surprise her and be friends with her. And his teacher's like, oh, it makes sense why she didn't tell you. He's like, what does that mean? And then they share the same birthday. So they're like, he's like, oh, so now I know when she, when she's going to die. It's going to be before her, our birthday. Um, right. So now he's got a time frame to work with. 
yeah, so yeah, she's this girl was not part of his friend group, but he's going out of his way to talk to her, and she keeps calling him an idiot and like, you know, why are you taking she interest says, me? Are now? you are you are you stupid? Like all the time. Yeah. Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good point here, Chess. Did you watch it in subbed or dubbed? I watched it in subbed. Oh, perfect. I watched it in dubbed. That's why you're saying oh, one thing and I, I'm saying a different thing. I think I've seen it in dubbed though. But it, okay. it would have been way back. Um, in my in my humble uh, in uh, opinion, the dub isn't that bad for this one. They didn't do it's not too crazy. No, I I remember I remember being good uh, actually. Yeah, I specifically watched it in sub this time around because I'm like I'm pretty sure I watched it in dub last time. Mm. Okay, but anyway, uh, so he's he's trying to get Kayo to be more of in his friend group. So he invites her to his birthday party. I think that's we missed that part. Another thing we also missed yeah. is that someone has been arrested and has been on death row for the longest time because of these murders that have happened. Mm-hmm. And his name is, well, Yuki. His name is not Yuki, but that's what he's been called oh, by Satoru. Right. This right, this right. Yuki guy is like 20 some years old. He's a young 20, uh, like 23 or something. And he he's kind of like a loner too, but he hangs out with all these elementary kids like one-on-one. At the like parks. At the park. Yeah, at the parks. And he's got like these paper planes or foam planes that he, he kind of plays with. And so like he's socially awkward. He has a stutter. Yes. But he's also he's is super kind and he's doing it to help these kids kind of like that's the impression that you get. That's what Saturo thought. Um, but because of that, he was kind of number one suspect because three mm-hmm. of the kids or, or two of the kids that he hung out with were two of the kids that went missing so he's not been on death row and you know there was evidence against him and you know so and back then in the in the history uh sakura did say yuki never could have done this but nobody believed him he was very adamant but nobody believed yep satoru never never believed that he did He's, he's always thought that he was innocent because he knew him pretty well he was one of the kids that that Yuki would would hang out with and and stuff like that. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. So and that's all so kind of that's through, kind of episode two right there. Yeah. yeah. And then episode three, um, it's more of the same. It's him figuring out like how's this whole like this is a pretty big revival. I'm forgetting. I don't remember a lot of this stuff. Like I can't go through it as fluidly as I could before. And he comes up to have a race. Uh, basically the ice skating guy the the guys are ice skating kind of like for gym class. They're going to have a little race and he's kind of befriended Kayo a little bit at this point. And so she tells him he's that they're making fun of him. Cause he's, you know, he's been trying to talk to Kayo. So like all elementary school kids are like, Ooh, you like this guy and he likes her. And so there's start, people are starting to put them together as like, you know, kind of liking each other and friends and they make fun of them. Um, as people do, it, as people do, as you teenagers do, or elementary um, school kids in this case. Yeah, ev- evidently, uh, I was homeschooled, so I don't know how this works. Um, oh, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lu- I'm lucky I got married. Um, but uh, but he has a race, and he he's overthinking a lot of things. So he's because he's 29, so he's like 
he's like he has this race and he basically forfeits the race he's he's beating this kid who is a superstar he's like the hockey he's like the hockey's ace the hockey team's ace and he he uh he pulls his punch he loses at the last second because he thinks in his brain i shouldn't beat this kid he's worked so hard like i should just let him win and you're like oh that's good you know he's like he's kind of being considerate maybe this is going to change the future and then it turns out that this kid comes up grabs his shirt and is like i hate guys like you meaning i hate guys like you that are you know that don't go all out or that try to make you feel good even though we're in a competition like that's kind of the feeling you get yeah he's like but soccer you think you did me a favor by doing that yeah but then sakura gets a flashback and he did that when he was that age so he's 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 kind of having some confusion like am i just a slave to the past like am i just going to be stuck doing the same things even if it's for a different reason um and this happens a couple times in the show as we'll see but this is the first time it really happens. So everybody, nobody notices except for one person who notices Cole. Someone gives them an, a, a look like, hmm. Sorry, I was choking on something. <clears throat> oh, my, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't remember. I'm assuming it's either the teacher or Kayo. It's Kenya. Kenya looks at Kenya, him. Kenya, that's right. Kayo also notices. So now you're saying there's two people. When we're Kyo done with this, notices. when we're done with the synopsis, I'm going to talk about Kenya a little bit. Yeah. So Kenya notices. Kenya's very smart. Very he's one smart. of the. He's one of Satoru's friend group. Yep. And so Kayo notices. This is the main noticing. Actually, I should have said two people. Uh, and uh, Sakura made a promise to her that he would never lie to her. That was part of their stipulation for becoming friends. And then he shows up and he's like, "Oh, bummer that that guy won." And she just looks at him and is like. You said you wouldn't lie to me. And he's like stricken. And he's like, I'm sorry. I thought it was the right thing to do to let him win. And she's like, well, it's okay. We're all just liars. And she walks off. And you're like, whoa, this girl is jaded for being eight years old. Um, or however ten, old they are. Ten years old. Ten. Ten years old. Um, but yeah, she basically says we're all we're all liars. Um, and And walks away. And then Kenya shows up. Right? I think. Sure. Yeah, I think so. I think he shows up. Um, but Kenya and I'll let Cole talk about Kenya. Kenya's really, really smart and he notices something is off with Sakura. Yeah, I want to talk about Kenya later, but Oh, okay. We'll talk about <laughs> Is there Sorry. anything else made major in three? Well, yes, there's a huge thing that happens. So I'm gonna go through oh, yeah. another character. Uh he told me is one of those kids in that friend group. And this kid is very girly. He's a very girly mm-hmm. kid. However, he's a boy. So he's not very, yeah. he's not a very manly or, you know, boyish kind of figure. He talks really high pitched. He's kind of, <clears throat> you know, timid. And so you, you would assume it's a girl right away, but it's, he's actually a boy. Um, and he is actually one of the victims of the murders from the past. There's, there's three big ones. There's Kayo, yep. Hitomi, and then another girl that we haven't met yet. Um, but so, so now we know like, okay, one of the friend group is, is part of this thing. And we just found out that murder day, according to his calculations is March 1st, the day before Kayo's birthday, which is his own birthday. Um, and, as Satoru is trying to keep 
tabs on Kayo and making sure she's okay and all that stuff. He actually goes to her home, notices something's weird. So he, mm-hmm. he, he goes to their backyard or there's, it's this weird apartment building. Very, very oh my industrial. Gosh. How did I miss? You missed a huge thing. Uh, yeah. It's a very Good industrial, gosh. like, uh, you know, the workers of this plant, like live in these apartments. But anyway, he goes behind this apartment building and he notices like this shed is open and he opens it up and it's and what does he find in there chess since you forgot about it yeah so this is a huge plot point um coyote yeah, has she- had bruise, bruises on her and always seems sullen and withdrawn and we find out in this episode it's because she is abused at home so she is in this shed it is snowing it is cold and she's in there with just like a night shirt on um, mm-hmm. and bruised and broken and he is freaking out he's like kayo what the heck we ha- like she, he tries to help her and she says don't touch me don't look at me and, and i mean she's reacting in a very like shamed and like abuse abusey situation like like she's the she i've heard that in these situations it is common that people get very like it's their fault and they they're ashamed of it, even though they need help. They don't ask for help sometimes. So she has these, she's like, don't come near me. And he starts to give her his jacket. And then her mom shows up very ominously behind his back. Uh, and is like, Kayo, why did you come out here? Like totally fake voice. Why did you come out in the shed all this way by yourself? It's so cold come back inside and like puts a jacket on her and he has this wicked smile and you're like, Oh man, this is not good. Yeah. This, this lady is a monster. Uh, you can just tell from the first frame that she walks in. <clears throat> yeah. She pushes Satoru over and gets Kayo out of there with puts a jacket on her. And, and then Satoru's like, how does she have all those bruises on her body? Like what the heck is going on? And then the mom's mm-hmm. like, hey, Kaya, why don't you answer him? Where did you get all those bruises? And you have that She's... classic, that classic answer. Uh, I fell. I, I fell down. And and it zooms in on Sakura. Like he has this dramatic, like, are you kidding me? Like panicky look of like, this is really, really bad. Um, but he can't do anything. He's 10. He's 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's. Oh, it's it's awful. This is it's a very hard part to watch this whole dynamic between the mom and the daughter, especially as a parent. Yep. And then you get in, you see what happens inside the house. There is a live in boyfriend there, too. And the mom is Mm -hmm. like putting her face in the ice cold water, saying, like, we need to get ice water. Yeah, we need to get these bruises down so that you can go to school on Monday and you won't no one really know. And so she's just. It's she's holding her face underwater, like barely enough to she doesn't die, basically. Right. It's so bad. Yeah. And and Satoro does all the only thing he can do. He goes to his teacher, his homeroom teacher, uh, Yashiro, and says, like, she's getting abused at home. And he's like, yeah, I've I've suspected that for a long time. I just haven't had any. I couldn't do anything yet. I'm waiting for Child Protective Services to get on this. Um, so he's yeah, been on it for a while. He's called. He's called it twice, right? And yeah, they've shown up when they weren't at home, right? So they couldn't catch. They couldn't so, catch them. Yeah. The mom is very slippery in there. So anyway, that's 
yeah, it was a hard it was a hard thing yeah. to watch, and it it really boils your blood, especially if you have if you have kids. Oh like, my gosh. how do you? No, it's, it's horrible. How can anybody do that? Like at yeah. all? I, and, I don't get and it. And even like you really see the abuse and the callousness because the boyfriend she's dumping ice in the sink in the ice water, and the boyfriend you the only shot you see of him he's watching TV with a cigarette and a drink in front of him. He says, "Hey, hey, hey, save some ice for me." Like for my drinks, my Don't alcoholic drinks. Ice. Don't waste all that ice. I need it for my drinks. And you're just like, oh my gosh. So the next episode is better. Uh, it is better. <laughs> so it it's the it's it's the day of the birthday, and Sakura wants to make it special. But uh, this is the same. Wait, when when does the money happen? Did that already happen? <laughs> i didn't write today. i didn't write that down which episode it was because it wasn't terribly important to the plot other than yeah. that one character so yeah you yeah, could just it. toss it in anyway we'll toss it basically in. an issue happens with some money uh that goes missing and a girl accuses kayo of it and it turns out that it is in kayo's bag and through deduction like sakura because he's 29 is like this girl totally planted this money because she's trying to get like s- social points um and he outs her and basically like accuses her. And then the teacher calms it all down with like, guys, Sakura and Kayo are on duty today. So of course she would have the money. Why is everybody making And he kind of just makes the peace, right? But obviously everybody realizes, oh, this girl planted this and she's being a jerk. So she like, she lost face. She's very ashamed, was very upset, even though she was the one that started the whole thing. So episode four goes on. And it centers around most of it around the science center visit, um, which is very cool because this is one of the first times that Sakura really tries to change things up. Basically, he tries to change things up to to figure out how to break the cycle of the past. Hmm. Does he succeed? What do you think? Uh, as of yet, no. And he said, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll explain why I think so. Yeah, he invites Kayo to go out to this this thing on Saturday because he he did some deductions. If Johnny was here, if anybody remembers Johnny from however long ago that was, he ran models for, uh, for ran model for a living. Uh, so Satoru ran the model and uh, he knows that <laughs> she gets most likely gets beat on Saturdays like that's yeah. the. Saturday nights are the nights that that Kyle gets beat by her mom. Uh, so he's like, okay, I gotta get to get, get, get her out of the house on Saturday. He invites her to this thing and she comes. Uh, she comes to it, which is she, great. She specifically, oh, he confronts, he walks her home and he <laughs> asks her to go and her mom says no. But she has the courage to say, I want, Kyle has the courage to say, I want to go. And uh, she ends up being able to go, basically. Yes. Because that becomes she, a little bit of a crucial. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, so she does go. But it turns out he has this deja vu memory of what actually happened in the past. And mm-hmm. she was at the Science Center anyway in the past, too. She didn't get invited by him, but she went on her own because she had said, like, I come here all the time. Like, this is one of my favorite places to come. Um, and he starts to doubt himself, like, like you said, 
can I not escape the past? Like I did this thing to get her out of the house, but she was already out of the house on this day anyway. So he's got, Mm -hmm. are things actually changing? I may be going about it differently, but the uh, results are the same. And so he's kind of like, oh, what am I going to do? I think he says something like, it feels like I'm on the same train tracks or something like that. Like I can't get off the same line of the future or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But he, he, he does have a little bit of a panicky kind of feeling. Right. So now March 1st rolls around the day that he assumes she dies because yeah. all the newspapers said this 10 year old girl died and she's turning 11 on March 2nd. So it comes around. He spends the entire day with her at like the youth center at the school, like all these things. And he, and he succeeds. Uh, does she, what does she do? Does she, she says she has an amazing time. Uh, his friends show up at the science center at the last minute right? because they all, they all had said they were busy and it was really just to give them a date. Um, and then they show oh, yeah. up and they're like, Oh, can we show up late? And that he's like, yeah, this is great. My friends are here. And he, he's watching his clock and it hits midnight and he's, he like walked outside her house cause he's so paranoid. Something's going to happen. Walks outside her house. It hits midnight. And he's like, yes. Um, I mean, no, wait, we just skipped the birthday party. No, no, we didn't. Not yet. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, Never mind. The reason that, um, that Kai was able to go to the science center when uh, Satoru confronts Kaio's mom is because Satoru's mom comes over and kind of saves the day. And because of that, the uh, Kaio's mom knows I can't beat this girl. They're on to me. I'm just going to leave her alone for now. And that's what Satoru's mom says. She's like, ah, she's not going to touch her anytime soon yeah. because like very concerned about appearances. Right. So that's why, Satoru has no problem sending her home on March 1st, but he does kind of like staying outside like, okay, this is stupid that I'm outside at midnight, but I just need to be here to make sure nothing happens. And it's, and it's a success. Yep. The next day rolls around. She does not die. She's not murdered. And it's, yeah, the next day rolls around March 2nd. It's the birthday party episode. They go out and buy a bunch of stuff for sandwiches. Oh, they had to, (laughs) so they, they were going to go, they were going to go have fun with their friends and they were all going to go buy stuff. Right. And then the teacher says, sorry guys, I actually need you to help me with this stuff right after class. They're like, are you kidding me? And so they help him and she, she makes a joke like this is because we skipped our chores last week. And right. he's like, yeah, <laughs> it is. And so there's a lot of like little one liners of humor. Like there's not a lot of humor in the show, but there's a lot of like dry moments of just like, Especially like for a twenty year, if a twenty nine year old was making a joke in an elementary school person's body, that's kind of how it feels. Like him laughing <laughs> at himself or 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 making mistakes. He'll let things. He does this all the time. He he accidentally says things out loud that he thinks in his head, and it's so funny. This because it's uh, just like, oh shoot. This day is actually one of the days that happens because he's so nervous that about her coming to school yeah. on March second <laughs> that she she comes in on time because yeah. she's always been late because of her mom. Uh, yeah. She comes in on time un you know, no beating. She's, she's like yeah. radiant with joy and she gets up to him and she's like, Hey, Sitaro. <laughs> and he's like, wow, you look beautiful. Like he says it out yeah. loud. <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> and it's the whole, they're the, all, like, they're all oh silent. <laughs> they're all silent. And then, and then 29 year old in his head's like, 
Oh my god, I just said that out loud. <laughs> I said that out loud. And they're all like, he's so ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's it happens great. a lot also when he's talking in his head. He's like, yeah. dude, you're 29 years old. You gotta stop. <laughs> like, she's 10. Because yeah. I don't know. 10. I don't know how. It's like, just funny. It's it's funny. Because they don't do anything inappropriate. It it's just no, it's hilarious. It's all play for innocent laughs, basically. <laughs> yeah. But he... So they're they're helping them, and then he needs they need to go buy party supplies for the party later. So they all go they go, and he ha- he's having a flashback that he bought all these supplies by himself, and then now he's with Kayo. So you know he's so happy it's different. Gets to the house, and surprise! It's a double surprise party for Kayo and Sakura. The friends have done it all by themselves. With obviously Sakura's mom does help because moms help a ton, and they threw a party. And it goes super well. It's awesome. Um, and basically, uh, they they have a great time. Now, there's one catch. So because Soccer was so worried about Kayo the day before, he would not let her go home. And she kept saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. And he's like, no, 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 let's stay out a little bit longer. But that's the day she dies. So he's like freaking out. And we find out at the party, she's a little upset. And she's like, I didn't get to finish your present. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm an idiot. Like, she wanted to go home to finish my freaking present. But at least she's alive. So he's like, it's okay. You (laughs) can give it to me. Give it to me another day. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me tomorrow at school. So it goes, it's fine, you know. But she's kind of bummed. She's a little, like, not bummed really, but just, like, that sad, like, oh, no, I was doing this all, like, for you. Um. So, yeah, it uh, they they end the party. Does he walk her home? He walks her home without a jacket. He walks freezing. her home without a jacket. <laughs> and she calls him stupid or an idiot if it's in English. Um, but I think she calls him that a lot. It's always yeah, endearing. It's, it's, yeah. it's an endearing thing. It's like a, it's it becomes a very because it's always when he does something like stupidly sweet, basically. Like he gives her his gloves when he's freezing, and she's like, "You're an idiot," that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, anyway. history has changed. This Henry, episode, this episode's changed. called "Accomplishment." Like he did it. Yep, he saved this girl. He did it. Um, and everything's great. The next day, yep. March third comes around. He's walking on air. Kyle doesn't come to school. And the the teacher looks up and says, is, is Kyo the only one that's absent? And boom, it zooms in on his face. And he's like, <gasps> and then cut, of course, cut to credits. Gosh, I hated that. I hated that oh, cut. I was like, are rough. you kidding me? It was so bad. So, so yeah, Kyo doesn't come to school. And you're like, are you serious? What has happened? And is it the end of episode four or the beginning of five? I think it's the beginning of five. It is. That you see. You see I'm, yeah. I'm just guessing because I. No, I think it is because <laughs> I, I wrote down episode five. I won't say what happens, but in an interesting misdirection because something has changed. That's kind of a major change, but it, it doesn't matter for him because the end result is. She still died. She still died. In episode five. Yeah, you see, uh, you see inside her 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 house, her apartment, and the mom is all squat over, and the 
the the boyfriend's like, "What do we do now?" And you see little little Coast body, little girl legs just laying there, lifeless. And you're like, "Oh my goodness, she's dead. <laughs> she died." So, so it's changed. The killer did not get her. That we know of. Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> spoiler: the mom is not the killer of multiple children. However, she's not the uh, killer she, of Kaya either. Yeah, so she like she's not the OG killer that kills all these kids. But in this timeline, she has now the abuse went too far, and she did kill Kaya. That's incorrect. And sir. oh, you're right. Ah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, oh my gosh. so six I days just, have gone. Oh, my word. How yeah, did you're, I? You're remembering now, just like our main character. So anyway, just six like days my... have gone by, <laughs> yeah. and Kyle still has not gone to school, and then another girl gets kidnapped, and you don't see it. You just hear it through like the announcements, like, okay, kids, you got to start walking home in pairs and all that kind of stuff. And <clears throat> now Satoru's mom is getting involved with her journalistic skills, talking with her friends at the news stations, a character who comes back later. So that this guy, uh, and they're looking into the kidnappings and Mm -hmm. then the episode has a halfway point break when Mm -hmm. Satoru is, is like going to Kyo's house where he's walking by it. And there's this very disturbing image of Kyo's mom throwing very heavy garbage bags next to the road. And it just has this this uh, uncomfortable thud as it, it lands. She has this wicked smile on as she walks away from those bags. And, and Satoru can see through the plastic and he sees these mittens, gloves. These mittens that used to either hers or was it the ones that he was going to get? I forget. I think it's the one she was making him. That's right. Because they look like they're unfinished. And he's like, ah! like he freaks out and he starts running and then revival ends and he gets transferred right back to 2006. And he's still and got he's, blood. On, he's still got blood on his hands. Yep. Nothing's changed. He's in the alley. His mom is dead. He's literally outside his own apartment. It's really bad. Yep. So now he's like, oh, great. Nothing's changed. I'm still being framed for murder. I need to get out of here. And he. Oh, si- sidebar. What's up? This this show does an interesting animation thing, and this this is when I remembered slash noticed it and wrote it down. When he is young, they do it in widescreen, and then when he's in the present, it's all in full screen animation. Did you notice that? Like the aspect ratio changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. So there's black bars at the top and the bottom when he's and he's in the the when he's in not revival when he's an adult, but oh, specifically well, when he. When he's a child. Okay, that makes sense. And the reason it makes yep. sense is because this whole f- past future thing, the way they represent his life is a film reel. Yep. So like yep. whenever he's whenever he's talking inner monologue or he's looking back at something, it's like it's a, it's an old film reel. So that would make sense that yep. his past is very he's thematic and uh, not thematic, uh, cinematic, and then yep. real life is just you know whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so continue. Good, good catch, man. Good catch. Yeah, I did really like it. I was like, because I, I was actually remembering it while it was widescreen. I'm like, I think it, I think it was full screen. And then when it flashed forward again, I was like, it was full screen. Very good. That's funny. I, so there's, I just, ahead. I just remember the 
the widescreen version. Like I would always notice, like ah, oh, widescreen. It's, I love, I love widescreen. I, I don't, and then I don't think your brain really <laughs> thinks about when you're watching it because the story is so gripping. Yeah, it's not. I mean, this is my third time watching it, so it's like, I mean, some people probably will get it immediately and be like, "You guys are idiots," but um, yeah, most likely. Anyway, anyway. So at this break, when he's he jumps over an alley, he's trying to run away, and he has a moment that clicks him weird, sits weird with him because there's headlights that flash on him and someone comes up to him and i'm guessing in english they say are you an idiot it's the same words that kayo says to him mm. all the time in subbed it's are you stupid and it's ari <laughs> ari has shown up Irie. and has found iri sorry has found him and <laughs> is like you're all over the news everybody's looking for you but i know you didn't do it and she knows because she had dinner with him and his mom. And she's like, there's no way you killed your mom. You lo- you obviously love her. Even though you you know, you know have your little arguments and you act like you are you don't like each other. Um, so she basically says, I'm going to hide you. And she takes uh, she takes him a couple places. He's under a bridge for a little bit. Um, but then he she takes him to her house uh, where she's Her staying. uncle's house. Yeah, it's actually her uncle's house. We figured that out. Um, and he's hiding in her room. He goes to sleep and she leaves him a note and says, I think it'd be better if I just kind of, um, played it safe and went about my normal day. Uh, prior to this, the manager, his manager had called him and said, uh, I want to see you like, let's, let's talk this out. And he pretends like, um, he pretends like he just had a fight with his mom. And then his manager already knew and he was going to turn him in. And so that's actually where he's flipping over the, the security fence. And uh, and how do you say her name? Irie. Irie. Um, Irie finds him. So she's kind of rescued him from getting caught by the manager. Who he, he even says, like, he's just trying to do the right thing. He's, this, he's a classic big brother figure. Like, he's a nice guy. He's doing what he thinks is right. So he doesn't even blame the manager. He's just like, he doesn't understand what's going on. So, um, this is when we get a little bit of a backstory about Irie. Um, but it's also when, so she goes and does her normal routine and then I'm going to let you take over in just a second, but, but I love this moment because she does her normal routine and the manager is talking with someone and, um, it's a city councilman and they're having a good old chat it's a friend of his dad's or somebody in that owns the business or something and and the city councilman she's leaving and he's he looks at the manager's like she's cute and he gets all flustered and is like oh she's 17 um i would never think such inappropriate things and um she leaves with a pizza and he's like oh you should have told me like as a manager i can totally let you take home free pizza every once in a while she's like oh it's fine blah blah and he follows her because he's like, I think something's up. And sure enough, he, he goes to her house and she's not there, but he sees Sakura come back from a fact finding mission at the library. So he's about to call the police again. And Irie takes his phone and says, are you kidding me? You're going to turn us in. I thought you cared. And he she punches him in the face, <laughs> which is a very satisfying moment. I was very happy with her. Yes. 
yeah, she was very hurt by that. And she broke his phone, too. She did snapped it right in she half. She snapped it right in half. <laughs> those those flip phones, phone, yep. Easy to break. So, yeah, some bigger things that happened. Uh, that fact-finding mission I think you were alluding to, we find mm-hmm. out that the outcome is the same. His mom is still dead. All those kids from back in the past are dead. But some of the facts of the past have changed. Kayo is now in her obituary stuff. She's 11 now. So like mm-hmm. what he did in the past did change things, which now gives him a new hope of saying, if I'm able to go back, I can actually change stuff. Um, so he's, he's pretty uh, excited about that. Um, <clears throat> and then I forget, how is he out of the house when Irie goes back to her house? Do you remember? So he had taken, she had told him when the family would be back. And so he had taken the scooter, gone to the, the, um, the library. And he, did he get a call then from the newspaper guy? (laughs) Right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Well, here's the, here's the main point. Oh wait, 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 wait! Nope, 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 no, no, no. Episode six is the freelance reporter. So I don't remember, but it's okay. okay. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, for this, he's not in the house. For this, he's not in the house. He's not in the house, but he knows he has to get moving. So uh, Irie goes into her house to get him some clothes and stuff like that. And while she's in the house, she gets a text from Satoru's mom, who we know is dead. And she's like, uh, what? Yikes. And she's like, oh, no, the killer must have her phone. He's trying to get me out of the house or he's trying to trap me, too. So she, like, kind of panics a little bit. And then she notices that there is some dark smoke coming up underneath their, her bedroom door. Her house is on yep. fire. And she is inside it. And that's how the episode ends. Boom. Yep. I think she passed it out too. So we don't know if Irie is dead or not, but we know that the killer suspected her of helping out Satoru and now she could possibly be dead. Spoilers, that's not what happens. She gets saved. That's not what happens. She gets saved by Satoru at first. And then the manager that she punched in the face he's like okay i made a mistake of trying to turn you in i'm gonna help you get her out of this house you get out so you don't get yep. caught by the police um, so he had a but nice he also moment. selfishly he selfishly wanted the the praise for saving her i don't think he wanted it i think he's just kind of bragged that he was gonna get it oh maybe that's that's what i, I thought he was like I he was like how oh, you, you get out of here so you're you're safe but i'm gonna get all the credit for this one <clears throat> so anyway, this is where Satoru meets up with the journalist friend of his mom's that yep. he saw from the past and also most likely who she was talking to before she was murdered on the phone. Yep. Well, we explicitly and... learned that. Yeah, he tells us that. She, he, he's, he tells us that. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Sorry if I, I ruined your dramatic pause. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, and then this guy, he kind of walks through the timeline of Kayo's death w- and the other murders too with him so that in case, you know, 
in case he goes back in time, he can kind of fix it. And this is where we find out that Kyle's mom is not the actual murderer. Uh, what right. the murderer did. Well, yep. Kyle's mom is a monster and she beat her up and threw her in the shed like she did before. But the murderer came and uh, while she was there sleeping or knocked out or something, he actually would spray water on her to freeze yep. her or at least to get her, her brain. Head. Yeah. At least to get her uh, brain function. And then he would take, he took the body away, murdered her and then brought it back. Which brought the body back. So disturbing. It's disturbing. Um, so he's, now we can kind of understand this guy is not only a murderer, he's super intelligent because he's, he knows that this girl's getting beaten. He murders her and brings her back so that the frame up is on the mom now and not on some random guy. So like, yep. this is an intelligent murder. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to kill kids because I can. And they're easy prey. No, he's got some weird. He's sick. He's really yeah, sick. Weird ways of doing it. And it's, and it's really smart because like we said before, Yuki has always said he's innocent of these murders yep. and he's been most likely framed by this guy. He's on death row. He's still saying he's innocent. And Sakura says he's innocent. And then we find out later at some point in the show that there's other murders and they, those people also say they're innocent. Like there's a, there's a pattern of this, but no, but this, this ghost killer never shows up. Like it's never on anybody's radar. Nobody believes the people. So it's just like, yeah, the planted evidence is just too strong for whoever it is. And the cops are always like, no, you, you did it whoever yep. they've arrested so yeah he always plants like in in yuki's he planted stuff in yuki's room that made it like completely uncompromisable evidence and all this stuff anyway yes but now ari is in the hospital and she's okay it's great she's okay but she's actually a suspect now with sakura because they're like they're in cahoots this is a double job <laughs> Uh, which is like, are you kidding me, guys? Like, he went back to finish the job. That's what you're. This these police suck. But um, there's a boss move in this episode, and she's laying there asleep, and it looks like she wants to. She's trying to sneak away, but basically, there's this moment where they check in on her, and she's asleep in the bed. And then I can't remember who goes in. Sotaro, the freelancer. Goes in. Is it Satoru or the the freelancer Satoru goes in go first in. and he's the one who kind of orchestrates it. But Satoru goes in looking for Irie. Yeah. And Irie sits up, except for it's not Irie. It's Irie's mom. <laughs> it's Irie's mom. It's Irie's mom, everybody. And you're like, what a boss. She just helped her daughter escape like custody at the hospital. Because <laughs> uh, Irie tells her mom, this is what happened. He is innocent. This would never have happened. And her mom believes her. So he help, she helps her sneak out. And basically, um, they meet up under the same bridge that Sakura had been hiding out. Uh, it's kind of just this bridge. It's super remote. They exchange, have a conversation, and, um, you know, really connect. And uh, it's going great. And they make a plan. They're going to they're gonna make stuff happen. Except, however, not. <laughs> she's she's uh, been followed by the police, and they're which is there. Classic. 
And they arrest him. They do. They arrest arrest Satoru. They're most likely going to arrest her too, but he's the one getting led away. Um, And there's some talking moments here that I will, I want to get to later, but as he's being led towards the police car, he had, there's another one of these slow motion moments and there's this guy in a suit and a fedora and a fedora. Remember that from an hour ago, this fedora guy is obviously the murderer and he, they lock eyes in Satoru's face is like, Oh, there he is. Like, I'm surprised he didn't yell out like that's him or I'm going to kill you or something like that. Well, but he, he's got like this revival pure hatred. No, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. He kept, he's like, please revival, do it now, now. Like I need to go and nothing's happening, but he's like, they're just staring daggers at it or he's staring daggers at the murderer because he knows it's him. And the episode ends as he's like getting put in the car, but the butterfly flies by and then the episode ends. So like, ah, he's going to get it. He's going to get the revival. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's not a terrible Col- ending. <laughs> it gives you hope. It's not, I mean, it's uh it's definitely like a good season one ending. But um when Culp said that the show does break up pretty naturally, this is like you could divide this show into part one, part two. Mm-hmm. Uh in fact we heck we could do a part one, part two podcast episode at this point. Um We could. <laughs> we we really could. Um we might should. But um, basically, <laughs> we might should. We might should. Uh, basically, like one through six is a very clear break. And actually, Crunchyroll, I didn't have this when I first watched it, but they do a six point five, and they do a whole recap. So if you wanted to skip ahead, interesting, you could watch okay. six. Yeah, what did you watch it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, so it's, Crunchyroll has a six point five, and it's literally just a recap of one through six. Um. Because I got so confused because I did not have that the first time I watched it. And then, yeah, episode seven through the rest is is second attempt is what I call it. First attempt to save Kyle. Interesting. Fail. Episode one through six. First attempt, fail. Arrested. Mom's dead. You did terrible. Um, but yeah, it leaves you pretty hanging. Pretty, pretty good. It's uh, it's It's really, really, really well done. So um, we're spontaneously going to choose to leave you hanging. We are as, as far as that part. Now let's talk about some yeah. other things before we do, before we do yeah. get out. Uh, yeah. We're going to, we're going to spontaneously cut this show in half. That's a great idea. Cause we're already at it an is. hour and 10 minutes ish. Yeah. So it's a full yeah, thing. Let's, let's break it up. What a great idea. Just some things that I had to overlook in this show. Can you guess what oh, my number me. one is? Um, that a twenty-nine-year-old had to curb his thoughts about elementary school girl. That's that's good, good job, very close. <laughs> that's half of this. Yes, that part, and Just also. Kidding. Just to be clear with everybody, there's really not any inappropriate <laughs> stuff in this show. It's not. Inappropriate. There's really well, not. Nothing like that. There's some. No. Other disturbing no. things, but. Oh yeah, no. I mean, like it's about a serial killer who kills kids. But yes, no. The anyway. you can just tell that uh, uh, Irie is in love with this guy, but that 12, 12 year difference is hard to get past. Like, oh, I want to get it together. It oh wait, maybe I don't. You know, and then is that yeah. what you had to overlook? Is that that's really what? It was? That's the first thing. 
<laughs> yeah, you those... do love a good romance. You I do. do. I do love romance, and I, I, they, they obviously are setting it up for the like this to be the love interest, but he's obviously not terribly interested because she's so young, you know. Yeah, and, and she is. Twelve years is a long a time. What's the uh, what's the rule according to uh, Tom Haverford from? Parks and Rec. Oh sh! <laughs> the answer is half your age plus seven. So if we take twenty nine, <laughs> divide that by half two, which is fourteen point five, add seven, twenty one point five. That's how old she ha- would have 21. to be for it to be socially acceptable. But right, 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 right. she's only seventeen. So that's the first thing. The second thing has to do with Kenya. You have to overlook something with Kenya. With Kenya, yes. You had alluded to it before. He's a little too sharp for a 10 year old. Oh, like okay. he's got the whole thing kind of planned out in his head. He even asks Satoru like, who are you? You're not my friend. Like no kid would know that he's 10 years old. There's no way okay. he can look into a person that deeply and understand, Oh, my friend has changed. Maybe he's a different person. Like that's not the case. I, I have some thoughts, but they're for part two because Kenya okay. really put, comes into play in that one. He does. So I'll, he really I'll, does. I'll keep that in my brain. But um, that's interesting that you that you have those. I don't think I had any nitpicks. Uh, but I'm also a very subjective watcher, so I kind of take shows as what they are. The uh, I'm trying to think now if I had any nitpicks up to this point. I had some nitpicks that the mom is a psycho. but Kaya's mom. That, Kaya's mom, yeah, no, Sakura's mom is awesome. Whatever his name is, Satura, Satura's mom. Uh, I did write down a lot of people die in this show, um, which actually was a kind of a pro. It sounds horrible. Um, people don't die in shows, like they just never die, right? Like it's, and you could in argue a lot that of, not, in a lot of epic anime, yeah, characters just don't die, or if they die, they, they come don't back. die. They, it's like they just are bulletproof. So in this show, because of the theme, people do die, and you're like, shoot, he failed. He's got to go back. He's got to do it again. And you know, like if you're gonna get the happy ending, there's gonna be a resolution where people don't die as much. Um, but it still is like, shoot, like he is not acing this thing, man. He he thought it'd be easier. I think I think he really thought it would be easier uh, in part one. I would say yeah. it like that. I think he was he's like, OK, I'm, I still have my 29 year old brain. I could probably figure this out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good point. But nope. Not true. Not true at all. Well, well, let's um, I got some more things to talk about real quick. Tell me. Opening song and closing song. You already kind of talked about the opening song. So you think, or you did like the opening song? I do like the opening song. Okay. Quite a bit. Uh, I like the way it sounds. It's a good song. Mm -hmm. The visuals are great. It's got that great feel of like, this is the song that I would have playing when I'm remembering my childhood in the good old days. But (laughs) the only thing, it it doesn't really fit a thriller like show that well. It's it's a little too... uh, it's not it's, as, it's, you know, suspenseful. It's very, it's very anime. That's true. It's very, very anime. True. Uh, and it actually reminds me of a couple of the songs from the original uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, openings. That's why oh, I like, yeah. That's why I yeah, liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. The closing song, I thought, is more appropriate uh, for the drama aspects and the love that happens between characters. You know, like 
that their relationships. I think that one is more appropriate, in my opinion. So, Chess, if you have nothing less to say, uh, I have one last question for you. Ask it. All right. How good do you think the pizza is in the restaurant that he works at? (laughs) If you were to to put it between two fast food chain pizzas, where would you rank it? Just by looks. Just by looks? Well, yeah, we can't obviously taste it. Or your own assumption. What do you think? Speak speak for yourself. Um, I would put it... I'm going to be honest, it looked a little low. I'm going to say it's above Little Caesars, but but it's above <laughs> Little Caesars and below Domino's. So it, it looks like college pizza. It looks like something that I would have ordered in college, and that's not necessarily a compliment because it means that it's a good price point, but it's probably sacrificing some quality. Mm. At most, it's like a Domino's pizza. So it's really good. It might even be good the next day, but it's not going to be the best pizza you've ever eaten. <laughs> all right there you go what about you oh well when they show the pizza in the box it looks like it's a either a no cheese type of pizza or the sauce is on top type of pizza and both of those i find annoying i don't like when the sauce is on top <laughs> so personally you're offended <laughs> i was so i was like i'm not gonna i would not eat this this just smell this sounds like right. it would be some sort of like Oh, it's a garden pizza. We don't have any animal stuff on it. It's all herbs and and tomatoes and stuff. So I, no, I would not eat it. I don't even know where I would put it. It's probably quality. Yeah, good point with this Little Caesars. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but man. Anyway, yeah, I wouldn't eat it just for that. Just the sauce part. No, thanks. That makes sense. That makes sense. But anyway, uh, this isn't a podcast about pizza, even though I asked the question. It's a podcast about anime. One. And uh, we appreciate, we could, we could do it about pizza. We appreciate you listening to our hour long rant about half a show. And (laughs) (laughs) who, who expected that, right? I know. Nobody listening to this for 30 episodes, but I think it actually works out really well because yeah, the mystery, is he going to be able to solve it? Who is the murderer? All this kind of stuff. So Look forward to our next filler episode where Chess and I finish up this series. We'll do our rankings like we always do, where it fits in our overall rank, who our favorite characters are. If we ever suspected certain characters to be certain murderers or not, or whatever. Multiple murderers. Yeah. (laughs) So we thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when those three guys love guys start having kids dads and so become fathers and each have kids? Went on the different ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three Three dads, three dads talking about anime.